0: Welcome. welcome to Blocksec Journal. I'm Laurent, your host today. I have the great pleasure to welcome Cedric Musner uh, here in the session. And uh, yeah, he's, uh, he's running his, uh, his own YouTube channel. And uh, maybe you want to, to tell us a bit more about yourself. Hello, Cedric. Nice to have you here.
1: Hi, thank you so much. Um, So, yeah, um, I'm a little YouTube guy, (laughs) but I'm also like a colleague of yours um, at at the Cigarette and uh, teaching blockchain technologies and uh, doing a lot of cybersecurity stuff, which is why you invited me over. (laughs) Yeah,
0: no kidding. Absolutely. So uh, today we have uh, one, uh, we picked uh, uh, one of the hot topics, fishing. So not uh, fishing, uh, sitting at a lake with a rod. Uh, and uh, hoping to catch a fish it's uh, a bit uh, a different type of definition of fishing I'm sure we all heard of it <coughs> um, there is uh, there is fishing in the traditional world uh, I also have a background from from a c- cyber security world <coughs> and uh, uh, there's quite a quite a lot of phishing attacks are happening out there where they they cast a, a wide net and and mass emailing uh, which which, uh, captures potential victims so uh, we have all received some wonderful emails it could be typically the uh, the uncle in Africa which I have never met which would like to make a large donation if I click on a link and fill in some information Um, so um, yeah there have there have also been some in the blockchain ecosystem some uh, some uh, which which we looked at and discussed and which you also mentioned is uh, Phantom, or shall I call it Phantom?
1: Yeah, so you, you even pronounce it um, like you can't even hear it if you if you talk about it. Um, people can't hear if you're talking about Phantom with an M, like um, M, <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> or Phantom with an N, like noon or something. Um, and um, yeah, there was le- like a very well-made website for the, the Phantom, the fake one, um, wallet, uh, which could be downloaded, um, also from from I think it was also in the App Store, and uh, people downloaded it, and it has it has the option to import some some wallets. Now, obviously, the wallets that you import, the the secret keys are sent directly to the scammers, um, and if you create a new wallet um, and receive funds in that, um, the secret keys are also sent just directly to the developers of the the fake wallet, and um, yeah, this is something that was very easy to distinguish if you know that it's called phantom with an m but if you don't know the wallet's name then you're quite screwed because um you can't nowadays you can't even um, rely on on google play store or the apple app store um or on on how many users the wallet has um because there are just so huge apps that are caught scamming people or that are caught um like s- uh, collecting data and sending it to the developers because um, if this wallet would have like a usual function for for like keeping um, funds, people wouldn't know that that actually some sometime in the near future the devs are just stealing their uh, private keys, and um, the same happened to to MetaMask um, just around the same time. So uh, there was like um, I think the URL was a little bit more cryptic than just MetaMask, but it looked like MetaMask. Um, and it was like exactly the same browser extension, but every single key you imported and every single key you generated was sent to the uh, scammers, so the developers of the of the fake MetaMask version. And obviously this uh, costs a lot of people a lot of money. Um, but yeah, um, I, I think it's it can result in... Uh, quite large incidences if the the scammers get a little bit more tricky here and don't just steal everything they can
0: yeah 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 this is uh yeah metamask uh, there has been already an attempt back in 2018 um there was also a warning on twitter which i which i just found uh, warning that private keys could be stolen and then there's been another one, interestingly enough, where uh, there was a redirector, as you also mentioned, um, to a fake MetaMask site. Um, that was uh, that's dating December last year. Um, that was around the time um, there was also a, a, wasn't there the Ledger attack? I think that was around November last year. I uh, I think said, yes.
1: Um, yeah. Um, problem with, with those is um, you can't just like get away from MetaMask because every single developer for smart contracts needs MetaMask and everyone who's using them in, in the browser needs something like MetaMask or MetaMask. And there's not a lot of uh, popular alternatives out there and uh, the alternatives could also be hackable. So um, this is like the the interface for the blockchain that is the weakest point because it's just the human it's always the human that's the weakest point. It's rarely the the cryptography. Um, it's <laughs> most likely that you are, or more likely that you are being fished than that you are being actually hacked with like a CVE or something.
0: Yeah. Yeah. This is um, yeah. I was looking into the uh, while while you were uh, telling our listeners. Uh, your perspective. Uh, I was looking into the, the ledger attack. Essentially, there was a data breach and uh, and obviously then a phishing attack. And it's quite interesting. They're also talking about uh, the, the spear phishing attack, uh, which is more more direct. Um, there's also a, a whaling attack, uh, but uh, the spear phishing attack in this case, um, uh, some person has received a, a direct email uh, addressed by the CEO of a, a particular exchange, and uh, then someone or, or the person affected would click on the on the link to to view the document, which is a specific document. It could be a, uh, it could be a, a policy which you need to read, or it can be or acknowledge. It could be pretty much anything as I've just seen, and uh, you get in in plain English, you just get ripped off, and uh, you're. If you fall for it, uh, your private keys are gone and uh, the private keys are what we really try and keep safe in that uh, in that ecosystem.
1: Yeah. So um, if someone has, um, I, I get this a lot. Um, if people are um, getting your private keys, like I have someone um, who had been affected by another hack of, of I think it was something similar than um, MetaMask. But um, he just lost his private keys and he asked me ho- how to get the funds back. Um, but there is no way to get the funds back because the, the blockchain is just like a trustless system. If you have the private keys, you have, the, um, you have basically the right to do what with the funds whatever you want. Um, there's no way to distinguish if you accidentally um, send funds to someone else, you willingly send funds to someone else or you were hacked and uh, the hacker sent funds to someone else. Um, so there's usually no option for that, um, except for maybe extremely large exchanges that are being hacked or that are being scammed away, um, which could also happen, but it's, it's more rare than just regular users. Um, but yeah. there's another thing that I, I um, think is relevant here for, for talking about phishing scams. It's not always, um stealing your, your private keys when when talking about phishing for, like, uh, blockchain technologies. Um, it's also phishing for um, greedy people. Um, and we know that with, with scam, um, like, businesses that are built on the greed of people, um, and scam, yeah, well, just regular scams that promise you a lot of money if you send them crypto and then just disappear. Um, yeah. And this is the same thing here. You, you cannot... You cannot be sure that anyone will send you anything if you just send them Bitcoin or if you just send them any cryptocurrency there is, uh, because if the crypto's gone, it's like you are giving away your um, your money, um, not with uh, with a possibility to get it back, because there is no central um, organization in the in the background. PayPal, for example, that could just retri- retrieve your funds. Uh, that's just not possible, and that's what crypto was designed for. Um, a very popular example, um, which, which always comes to my mind here is the Twitter hack in, in, I think it was last year, um, where, um, where the Twitter administrator was, was fished, and, um, they got his cre- credentials and, uh, then Elon Musk and a lot of others started tweeting about, uh, please send me Bitcoin to the following address. Um, I will double the amount in a few days and send it back to yeah. you. Um, And obviously this was fake, but it was posted by really famous people. And uh, I think the hacker got away with, like, it was a 19-year-old and they they caught him later. But I think they were, um, he was was like 100,000 euros richer. So people are falling for this.
0: Because there was uh, also the BBC reported back in May about it, where the... Cryptocurrency scammers yeah. pretended to be the, the the Tesla boss, Elon Musk, and made more than uh, $2 yeah. million, so 1.4 million pounds in just six months. Um, that's, uh, well, basically the feedback from uh, U.S. Consumer Protection and the Federal Trade Commission received approximately 7,000 complaints by then from people who had lost a total of more than 80 million bucks in crypto scams since October 2020. So, uh, yeah, it's fascinating. So impersonation, this is not a small number. <laughs> no, definitely not. Yeah, it's quite a quite a quite a big number. So, yeah, um, yeah, greed, greediness doesn't always pay out. Um, and uh, when you receive an email, under would be, be, so <laughs> be I'd be I'd be already very suspicious. Me receiving something from from Elon Musk or a famous person.
1: <laughs> yeah, that's true um but not only that um if someone promises to double your funds uh, why would yeah. they so um I, I mean um elon musk could yeah he he has the money to do it um but why would he <laughs> why wouldn't he just build like um a new uh, empire from that or just invest it into i don't know spacex or whatever um and then just give it away to the community that doesn't make any sense so um you have to be like suspicious if someone promises you something and you have yeah. to verify if that is actually true and what your um what your investment will be for that time so you have to do something for some for retrieving something or for receiving anything at all um so if someone promises okay i will i will uh like double your crypto then Well, it doesn't have to be scam. Uh, It could just be like a really good model and you're investing into something, but there has to be some some catch. Um, For example, when you're investing into, I don't know, um, decentralized staking or staking in general, um, you do have a risk for staking. um, And the risk is that the the currency will drop and that you uh, lose a lot of money. So there is a risk involved. And that's what... um, what makes the the, the the funds that you could gain um, makes it valid, um, but yeah. with just I'm, I'm doubling your your crypto in in like two days. Uh, that's something that's not realistic at all.
0: No, it, it doesn't make any sense. And uh, so uh, I mean I have also uh, received in the past some 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 scam emails um, coming from well it wasn't actually Binance but uh, I tend to verify where it came from and uh, if I would have clicked on the link so for anyone who's ever clicked on the link make sure you verify if uh, uh, a browser, nec- browser extension uh, it's ins- was installed um, there's also a, a big risk with browser yep. extensions um, I always uh, tend to, well not always, but I tend to regularly check what's actually happening on my system and also look at the processes which are running um, so uh yeah definitely. So watch out uh, watch out where the mail is coming from.
1: Yeah, absolutely. And um there's also a uh, it doesn't it's not like um crypto related, but I want to share a story um that happened to me like um just I think 2 weeks ago if that's fine. Um so there was some like an, um a money collector um Business that that contacted me via SMS. <coughs> so they said uh, we're from Cuoio um, Investments or um, yeah something like that, and um, we want our money back. And um, it was it was written quite quite good. Um, so I checked the link and the link looked like a real one, um, but it um, it turned out to be just a little scammy site. So it it was just relate or referring to the actual site. But the domain name was the wrong one. And so um, when you click on that domain name, um, you don't see anything. You're just redirected to the to the real site. Um, but I checked and the, the domain was fake in the first place. I don't know why. Um, but a few days later, they called me actually and, and told me that I was like um, owing them 50 euros. And not much. Um, and they, they also had like a real... Um, a real signature and everything looked very real and it was actually a real thing. Um, and I contacted the original um, investment bureau and um, asked them what's what's happening on their site. And so they told me that um, I, had, I do have a valid sign, I do have a valid signature there. Everything was valid, but it's not on my name, it's on someone else's name. And um, there was someone living like... Um, more than 1000 kilometers away from me um but in the same country um and i i don't i still don't know why they used that technique to repay <laughs> their funds but it had to be some like very obvious things um yeah but but they are using real information nowadays and they are using yeah. good information and um if you if you create phishing that looks just too real and i think most people won't be suspicious. Uh, The Twitter admin was not scammed um, with with something cheap. Uh, It was like a very personal thing that you can scam people with. It could also be like um, very (coughs) put towards your person um, if they have that information and um, they can have that information from, I don't know, social media as well.
0: Yeah, no, I agree. Uh, That's, uh, so there are lots of... uh, Different types of uh, social engineering attacks, so we can quite expand on that topic as well. Oh and yes, it's uh, it's interesting that you actually mentioned it because I uh, I just opened one of my messages which I received a while back, uh, which uh, <laughs> allegedly came from uh, DHL Express and I owed them some money. Um, oh yeah, this is popular. Uh, so DHL <laughs> is one thing, and the funny thing is also uh, received one from the Swiss Post. And they ask for euros and uh, and the, in the end they signed the <laughs> message with a Swiss post uh, which is bizarre because it's partially German uh, with a euro currency and uh, in French signed obviously you know we're a multilingual country but nonetheless it was just highly highly suspicious and I also used it in one of my events as a yeah as an example so uh uh, yeah, we see uh, we see uh, more and more of those, and uh, I uh, uh, and uh, the uh, the other thing is which which I also have talks about is when you click on a link, under circumstances it can also be a, a ransomware attack. So uh, if you yeah. click on a link, there's also a risk that uh, something might just become encrypted, and you have to pay some bitcoins to a address. To, to obtain access, uh, we had a, a partner in Switzerland. What they did, they, uh, they were lucky enough. They had to pay half a Bitcoin to get their customer database decrypted. So uh, uh, they, oh, they actually, paid. They paid. Typically, I wouldn't pay, to be honest. But wow. uh, they paid and yeah. they actually got the key back to to unlock it, which uh, I was absolutely wow, okay. fascinated High price for a backup. <laughs> yeah, exactly, exactly. Yeah, sure. So, um, well, wonderful. Well, thanks, um, thanks for your time today, Cedric. It was great, uh, great having a chat, and looking forward. Thank to you.